Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review. But most importantly, make sure to spread the word. With that being said, let's dive right in. Welcome back, everybody, to episode five of the Say Hey Podcast. I'm your host today, James Donahue, and I'll be your host for every show, so hopefully that's not a deal breaker. The San Francisco Giants have now officially played 26 regular season games of this 60-game season, which almost marks the halfway point. Along with celebrating a second win against the Los Angeles Angels, I also wanted to make an episode that tells you all just how well some of our players are performing this season. But first... I wanted to take a moment to apologize to you all for the inconsistency, specifically for the unpredictable times that I produce these shows. It's unfair to you as listeners to not know when to expect more Giants content. I thought I was done posting for this week, but the Giants played so well yesterday against the Angels, I just couldn't contain myself. I wanted to make this episode because I believe you as listeners deserve the very best when it comes to knowing your favorite team. Understanding the game of baseball is tricky. It's easy to overlook and underappreciate an individual player's production simply because of how often the game is played. A 4 for 4 or 2 for 4 night is quickly forgotten by three consecutive 0 for 3 nights in the game of baseball, never to be thought of again. My goal, should you decide to listen to the whole episode, is to help illustrate just how good our players are performing. It's no secret the Giants pitching staff has been everything less than average. Currently, the staff as a whole has a combined ERA of 5.61, which ranks as the 27th worst team ERA in the entire league. We have given up the third most hits in the league with 218, the third most runs allowed with 136, the second most home runs with 42, and the fourth most walks with 99. However, with that being said, those numbers fail to illustrate just how well the Giants pitchers have been throwing as of late. On the season, Johnny Cueto currently has a 4.35 ERA, which isn't terrible, but if we look back at Johnny Cueto's last three starts, we can see that 4.35 ERA fails to tell you just how well he's pitched recently. During his last three starts, the Dodgers, A's, and now Angels did not score a single run until at least the sixth inning. And let's not forget, Cueto was throwing a no-hitter into the seventh inning when he faced the Dodgers during that outing. The last thing I'll say about Cueto is, is that over those past three games, those teams averaged a 213 team batting average. As of right now, Cueto is dealing. Another starter who has caught my eye recently is Kevin Gosman. His pitching arsenal, including his 98 mile per hour fastball with movement, has helped pave the way to recording the same amount of strikeouts as Garrett Cole and Yu Darvish, while throwing 10 less innings than Cole and 5 less than Darvish. Unfortunately for us, 
Gosman's 2020 performance might reward him the title as the most valuable trade piece on the Giants when it comes time to make some moves in late August at the trade deadline. But we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Luckily for us, Gosman is on the hill tonight against the Halos for Game 4 of the series. I wouldn't be surprised if he puts on another performance like he did when he struck out 11 Oakland hitters. The most popular storyline to follow out of San Francisco has most definitely been the bullpen and their struggles to hold the lead late in games. However, contrary to popular belief, there have been notable performances throughout the season that are worth mentioning. During the 2019 season, Tyler Rogers produced a 1.02 ERA and recorded 16 strikeouts over 17.2 innings pitched. I wish I could tell you that 2020 could have started just as efficiently, but then I would be called a liar. During his first outing of the COVID season, Rodgers gave up four earned runs and 0.2 innings pitched against the Dodgers and five earned runs and one innings pitched against the Padres in extra innings. Fortunately for us, things have not been the same over his last 4.2 innings pitched. During that time, which has come in five different appearances, Rodgers has failed to give up a single run while recording seven strikeouts. At this point in time, he is one of the very few relief pitchers I trust in Gabe Kapler's arsenal, and I have a good feeling that trust will last for a long time. Another reliever that has earned my trust is veteran lefty Tony Watson. The household name has only given up one run, four hits, and has collected six strikeouts in 7.2 innings pitched. This might be one of the most valuable pieces in the Giants' bullpen. On the other side of the ball, our hitting has proven to be much more prosperous during the 2020 season. Currently, the Giants' hitting ranks second in total hits, eighth in runs scored, ninth in RBIs, and are tied for second in triples. Some key contributors to this success would be the performances of Mike Yastrzemski and Donovan Solano. Carl's grandson has most definitely been the most consistent and the most clutch hitter in our lineup. In the month of July, Yaz produced a 4-1-4 batting average while collecting 12 hits and 7 walks in the leadoff spot. Although his batting average may have taken a slight hit in the month of August, his current 319 batting average is still plenty to rave about, especially when he's on pace to hit 39 home runs over a 162-game season. Donnie Barrels started his 2020 season with a 17-game hit streak. That ended Sunday, but he is already working on a small three-game hit streak as we speak. Solano successfully maintained a batting average north of 400 in 81 at-bats and had dipped below the 400 marker for the first time on Tuesday after the game against the Angels. He currently has the third most hits in the league, including the second most doubles, and also has an OPS of 952. Some hitters that are playing well as of late are two that share the same name. During his last 14 at-bats, Brandon Crawford has produced a 429 batting average while collecting six doubles and a home run. I guess he's tired of hearing people say he's only good for his glove. The other Brandon belted two homers and a double in order to accumulate a 462 batting average during his last 13 at-bats. If these two maintain any type of production that resembles these hot bursts even slightly, then this offense becomes more lethal than it already has been. Folks, in order to build trust with you, I always want to be as transparent as possible. That being said, this entire time I have been reading off a script I wrote prior to recording this episode. I would love to hear some feedback on whether or not you prefer this style of recording or a style that's more carefree and less scripted. You can reach me on Instagram at James Donahue with two S's and on Twitter at Cool Hip Jim. I also want to express my gratitude. 
I've been posting these episodes for only a week now, and I can see that I'm already developing consistent listeners. Your support means the absolute world to me. This show does not grow without you, and I thank you for that. Last thing I'll leave you with is to make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify in order to be notified whenever a new episode is released. You can also rate the show and leave a review there if you feel so inclined. It would really help. Have a wonderful rest of your day and the rest of your weekend, but most importantly, go Giants.